fun, huh? Hi, this is Dan. And this is David. And returning this week is Daryl. Um, this is Campfire Stories. Welcome to the show, I guess. Um, so, what are we going to talk about today, guys? Well, last week we kind of picked up uh, with the Nipmunk Trail, our first meeting around the Nipmunk Trail. And, of course, David was able to join us again this week. You know, he's put his busy schedule aside and is back. So, we can kind of get David's feedback from where... His experiences with the trip, I know we tortured him quite a bit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a couple of things after listening to last week's podcast that we kind of left hanging that I'm going to call you out on. So, you know, get ready yep. for that. Yeah. So as you guys. Uh, well, so oh, where do we want to start off? Uh, I was about to say something. OK, go for so it. That. Uh, <laughs> so as most of you guys probably know, I've talked a lot about how I made mistakes with the wrong backpack and all of these things and having a heavy tent. Well, the trip that well, I did that on was the Nipmuc Trail trip, the first time we went uh, with Dan and Daryl. So we should probably start. Uh, where did you guys leave off last week? We, we kind of left off with my uh, my story the, where you guys. Yeah, with the coyotes attacking Daryl and him swinging out there like uh, Liam Neeson in the gray. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know if I would go that far. You guys were just blatantly ignoring my... Um, you certainly make it sound like it's that bad, though. I do not. I did absolutely not. <laughs> I, I was simply requesting for you guys to help me collect firewood to get a fire going in the dark at 2 in the morning while it was cold, surrounded by coyotes. You know, if you, you believe I was playing that up a little, you know, that's on you. But, you know, despite all that, <laughs> I guess what I'd like to call you out on, you never really gave me an answer. Were, were you uh, just blatantly ignoring me because you were just comfortable and didn't care that I was out there in the middle of the night by myself? Or were you actually asleep? So, you know, what is it? I honestly don't even remember. I think I was asleep, but I, I, I could be wrong. I could have been hearing your screams. <laughs> Screams. <laughs> uh, let's not be dramatic. Okay. Um, full disclosure. Full disclosure here. I heard everything Daryl did, and I was warm and comfortable, so I didn't get up. <laughs> so you, you just left me hanging out there. I just left you out there See, on your own. Have you seen you. the end of the gray? Uh, I've never seen the gray. Nor have I. Are you kidding me? No. Phil, uh, I only plane, plane goes down with a whole bunch of like uh, construction workers working on an oil rig or something like that, and. Uh, the survivors end up spending the rest of the trip uh, in the snow with pretty much nothing um, being run down by these giant wolves. Oh, that actually sounds vaguely familiar now that you mention it. Yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, it's it's not the most amazing movie in the world, uh, but it, it's a decent story. And it's on I believe it's on Netflix, so you can always just watch it. Well, so yeah. now I kind of feel obligated to point out that in the last podcast, I mentioned how I liked going and camping out there with you guys for the camaraderie of it. And now I find out that you just kind of leave me hanging out there <laughs> at two in the morning to uh, fend for myself. And I, I don't know, Dan, I think you probably heard me just like David. You were probably just, you know, snuggled in and weren't going to move. I think we call that tough love. Right? See, my, my, my thing is, is um, my dog didn't even move. And if there were coyotes running around out there, he probably would have moved. He's moved before for pigs. They so. were. They were quite vocal. <laughs> the pigs? I think, no, the coyotes were louder oh. than I was. So, you know. See, and I do not recall hearing any. I, re, I recall very well you in the morning telling me that we were surrounded by coyotes and they were <laughs> ready to attack and you were fighting them off for us. <laughs> oh, I, I'm pretty sure I said nothing even remotely close to that. That sounds about right, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think you, you I think that night you had what uh, we refer to in my profession as auditory exclusion. Uh, you know, sometimes husbands have the same experience, the same uh, thing with their wives. They only hear what they want. So I, I think you're only hurting. I'm sure. I'm sure wives have that with their husbands every once in a while too. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I think, you know, <laughs> being guys, we get blamed for it more often. Yeah. But um, so yeah, that that was uh, kind of where we left off last week was that story, and I felt like it kind of didn't find a, a happy conclusion there because it sort of just died out at the, toward the end of the podcast. You know. Well, that's why we were going to re- return this week and start talking some more about it. Absolutely. Yes. And here we are. So, uh, from my perspective, um, yeah, let's get David's very... perspective because he wasn't able to join us last week for the story. So, David, uh, fill us in. Just your setup for for starters. Um, okay. How prepared, unprepared were you? Uh, so, because because I remember I remember uh, tying a sleeping bag with like twine to the back of your backpack to try to it figure was this whole thing out. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> give it, give us a little background on your on your position for that trip. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you guys have mentioned this, but the, the the section of trail we were trying to do was about what twenty miles. Yep. Uh, so we were trying to do about twenty miles, Willimantic up to uh, Bigelow Hollow State Park. Well, actually, it's a forty-two mile total. I think we only made it about eighteen. Oh, okay. Forty-two mile total. We only made it eighteen. Um. And I had an expedition bag with a Coleman tent from Walmart, which weighs probably nine pounds. And I had a regular sleeping bag that I had had since I was in second grade, which probably also weighed about maybe two or three pounds. And somehow I still needed to strap things to the outside of the expedition bag. (laughs) And um, it was oh, it was an absolutely miserable experience for me. But I learned a lot. I did learn a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the comedy there was the smallest guy in the group had the biggest, heaviest pack. But that probably also explains why you were warm and cozy in your tent while I was. Oh yeah, I wasn't quite, getting up. Quite chilly. <laughs> I think a lot of the gear David was using was kind of borrowed from me and you as well, right? Yeah, at that time I didn't have any of my own gear. I didn't have a hammock. I didn't have. I don't think he borrowed anything from me because uh, I we drove up and I only I only literally brought up what I could. I don't think I had a whole bunch of spare stuff. I think he used a, a really old pack that I had kicking around. Yeah. yeah, it was like an eBay special from 1999. <laughs> but it worked. I think you also wore like work, like steel toe work boots. Oh yeah, that was the other <laughs> mistake I made. I wore my boots. I don't have any hiking shoes yet. Uh, I yeah. still haven't bought any. Uh, maybe this year, but yeah, steel toe boots, hiking uphill with the heaviest bag out of the group. Terrible, terrible decisions. <laughs> but learning experiences nonetheless. Yeah, there's a learning curve, and yeah, and I, I mean you, say you've gone on Dan. The only way to do it. Is to just get out there and do it. Yeah. And, I mean, you've learned, and now your bag weighs, what, like three pounds less than it did that time? Oh, it weighs um, far less than that. It's got to weigh five pounds less. Because <laughs> um, I, I know you don't end up, you, you, you recommend uh, items, um, but you don't always end up picking them up. Yeah. Um, financial situation is a little complicated at this time 
No, always it always happens. happens. And, it, you know, and it's always better to just get out there and, you know, yeah, go so, see stuff, experience stuff, go hike, then yeah, uh, go exactly. spend all your time uh, at the mall or on Amazon.com. Yeah. <laughs> you get a lot of good stuff on Amazon. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so that's kind of where David was when we were heading out there. And, you know, for the most part, we, we've pretty much covered our first trip. I mean, my, my blisters, um, David's big <laughs> oh, yeah. backpack, that's pretty much how we ended it. And then, uh, Sarah came and picked us up. Yeah. Oh, uh, for, uh, I think it's worth mentioning though, that even though I'm the one who wore the steel toe boots and had the heaviest pack, I'm the only one who didn't complain about my feet. Uh, no, my feet did trip. not complain at the end of that trip. My feet were no, fine. No, because you were in your sneakers. Those, those things worked out really well for you. Oh, I thought you were stubbing your toes. That was the second trip? No, uh, the second trip with Dan in December, that's when my feet uh, oh, okay. gave me some issues. Um, but I remember, those were brand, brand new boots. You know, despite all that, I have to say, you guys, even though you were both blistered up and having feet issues on some level, you guys, you know, nobody really wanted to quit. We all wanted to see it through to fruition. And uh, at one point, Dan was falling quite behind us with his feet issues, but he was too stubborn to give up. So I kind of threw it out there like, listen, if you guys feel like you need to call it, Dan, um, <laughs> you can call it. You know, we're, we're not going to hold it against you and make fun of you too bad. And somehow that got misconstrued as me calling it or that's how they <laughs> it to everybody else. So, you know, we, we kind of uh, jointly decided it wasn't the best thing to keep going because people's feet were miserable. And uh, when we got out of the woods, it was, hey, Daryl couldn't hack it. He wanted to call it, <laughs> despite the fact that I was the only one that was, you know, ready to keep rocking, you know. So thanks for that, guys. Hey, anytime. <laughs> well, thank you, Daryl. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> fast forward to our next trip. Okay. Do you want to skip the December trip and kind of go to our second leg when we uh, – David did go with us when we took our third crack at the Nipmunk, or do you want to? Well, David's kind of failed a little bit on 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 both of those last trips because even the third one, he. <laughs> hey, I hiked at least three miles that last one. <laughs> Congratulations! And I swam. <laughs> yes, you did swim. Yeah, I'm I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. Yeah, well, you know, it's probably a good time to kind of throw out there that. I have a very different uh, enjoyment level than you guys in the woods. I have a very different approach in what I find to be enjoyful. So when I go out there, <laughs> enjoyful. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm talking too fast for my own good. My Starbucks coffee's hey, kicking in. Hey, slow down now. Um, coffee. Excuse me. I'm going to get a coffee. Dave's going to get a coffee. So when I go out there, I, I like to see how many miles I can put behind me. Um, I, I don't want to say I like to pit myself against nature more than I like to kind of pit myself against myself. So I want to go out there and hike as many miles as I can to see what I'm capable of, where you and David are more interested in going out there, doing a couple miles, setting up camp, relaxing, enjoying the scenery, where I'm like, you know, what can I do? What, how far can I push myself? And I find that I'm usually dragging you two kicking and screaming along the trail, and which may account for some of the uh, foot issues we've had in the past. I don't think that's... A hundred percent, though, like because David and I, we both really like to camp. Uh, we both like to hike. Um, I think for me, I have to know exactly what we're going to which we're going to be doing. Are we going out there to camp or are we going out there to hike? Um, if, if, if we're planning on doing 20 miles a day, um, 
I'm going to bring a certain set of gear versus if we're planning on going out there and doing like five miles and camping and hanging out um, around a fire. Um, I don't know. Like, so like down here uh, in Florida, if I, if I know that I'm going to have to go do 15 miles or 20 miles to get to the campsite, I, I know exactly how much water I got to bring. I know exactly uh, what kind of a tire, all that kind of stuff. Versus if I'm only going to go do three miles um, to go to a campsite, say, say for instance, uh, uh, two years ago, Father's Day, um, I, I took Jesse and Caleb um, out for a hike. We did two and a half miles and brought a brought a blanket and did a nice picnic and i made breakfast out in the middle of the woods now that's completely different than had had we hiked 20 miles uh the three of us would it's going to be a while before the three of us hiked 20 miles yeah (laughs) because you have to bring completely different gear uh you know, I feel like at that, like, had, had know, we man. done 20 miles that day, had we done 20 miles that day, we would have been bringing, you know, like a, like a, a wagon, one of those red wagons to pull, to pull stuff with, you know? I don't know about that. I kind of have the same gear that I bring with me with the exception of how I fine tune my pack for a particular trip each time we go. But uh, I don't know. I just kind of figured I'd throw that out there. Like, I, I think I have a different level of enjoyment. I, I want to go out there no matter what. And see, I want to do 100 miles if I can in a day. <laughs> that's like, you know, obviously it's not going to happen, but that's where my mindset is. But then again, I also want to stop at the end of that 100 miles and set up a camp from scratch and, you know, have a nice dinner, you know, do whatever. And then uh, in the morning, get going and do it all over again. Mm. So I, I think that's how I'm a little bit wired differently because I know we've had a few, uh, I wouldn't say arguments, but differences of opinion on Discussions. the trail. Discussions about uh, how, how we go about doing things during some of our trips. But, yep. um, you know, yeah. the, the second run on the Nipmuc Trail, we actually did in December. Yes, that is correct. And, think, and we also, we also uh, went uh, southbound. We did, yeah. We started from north and went south. Um, <clears throat> we were hoping to kind of leave off right where we left off on the first trip up. And uh, David, unfortunately, couldn't get the time off of work, if I recall, for that. No, I couldn't. And um, once again, I found myself... But I, I do think we 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 failed in that uh, we didn't actually finish uh, the upper half. We, yep, that's... Uh, no, we did not. No. <laughs> <clears throat> that, that not, for of, take... not for lack of trying. No. Nope. Not for lack of trying. Uh, we definitely tried. But I think, uh, I think in the end, the reason that we... Uh, I don't remember exactly how it all happened. Um, our brand new boots and didn't break them in properly. And no, but I, I think as far as like the mileage goes, I think we were only a couple miles shy of, of actually getting to our stopping point from our first trip. Yeah, we were really close. Um, I think it was just uh, we were one road north of of the road that we wanted to get to. I think we really just needed to get. Two or five miles through the woods uh, from the road that we ended up stopping at uh, to get to the road that we stopped at at the on our first trip. It Actually, was, more, it was really close. The more I think about it, I think we might have finished it because we thought we were we fell short. But when you we, know, that's what you that's what yeah. you said last time too. But I we looked over the map a, a bunch of times since then, and we we still had a couple of miles left. I don't that's know. All right. <clears throat> Did he say? Did you tell them about uh, that time that I came and met you guys after you had hiked all day? 
that would that would have been our third run on the Nip Monk yeah. Trail. So that was our third run. So that was my favorite hiking trip because well, well that was that was <laughs> Daryl and Dan's third run. That was that was David's second run. Right. Yes. This, so this would be my second run, and uh, for I couldn't get again another. I couldn't get the time off of work or or something like that came up. So Dan and Daryl took off in the morning. And they did what would you say twenty twenty one miles twenty two miles I think it was was it yeah um, they did twenty two miles it was it was over twenty miles and uh, I drove my car to where they were expecting to get out of the woods and parked on the side of the road I hiked in about a mile and a half until I met them and then we set up camp and hung out all night which is what I prefer to do for camping. I'm not a really big into the like hiking a lot of miles. Um, to me, it's a little, it's too stressful. I want to get outside and I want to relax. Um, not to say that I don't enjoy uh, hiking. Uh, that's fine, but I don't, I don't want to push myself to the point of being tired or being in pain. Uh, it's just not worth it to me. And so. My favorite part about that was I have a big Stanley thermos, double-walled, uh, five-cup thermos. Came with my lunchbox that I use for work. Uh, you can get them at Walmart. They're pretty cheap, and they're high quality, surprisingly. And anyway... And, and sadly, they don't sponsor the show. And they don't sponsor the show, so this is free advertising for Walmart. Because um, they need it. Because <laughs> they need and, it. And, and Stanley. And Stanley. And anyhow... Why did you buy a Stanley instead of a thermos, David? Is it some childhood memory? Oh, that's clever, but no. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the one I picked out. I liked it. And I actually, I didn't buy it. I, uh, my wife bought it for me for a birthday present or a Christmas present or something like that. Some sort of gift. It was, a, it was gifted to me, yes. Uh, a- a- anyhow, that will keep a coffee warm for 15 hours at least. And so I had it full of nice hot coffee, and I threw that in my backpack with uh, all I needed was a couple of things of dehydrated food, two things, and maybe a change of socks. I think that's all I brought with me. And uh, so we set up our camp, did whatever, and in the morning I had nice hot fresh coffee. It was, it was great. My favorite camping trip so far. Um, I had nice hot coffee at trips too. We just, you know, made it that morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that was that was actually a pretty fun hike for me. Like I said, it kind of emulated exactly what I enjoy. And you know, if I recall, it was also quite hot that day. Um, it was hot. Um, it was like ninety. Yeah, but it, it was it was July. Yeah, hydrated pretty bad. Um, Not me. Him. Oh. It was it was July. It was it was kind of muggy out, and it was it was definitely hot. Um, and I think I think originally we had or I had planned, I guess, uh, to do about halfway between where we started and where we were planning on finishing in, in Bigelow, and then letting David know where we were, and then he was going to hike out to us, and then we were going to finish out the next day. Right. Um, but things change, and that's and that's fine. You know, I uh, I got a little overzealous and pushed for the the hike to go all the way so we you could want, you, close to Bigelow Hollow. Yeah, you wanted to go swimming. Yeah, and that worked out great. And it was it was awesome. We you yeah. know the to hike twenty one miles in a day, 
you know, kind of leave your gear and then go hike into the, the lake and go swimming. It, it was uh, awesome. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't like I don't I don't like swimming, but uh, I know you didn't swim that day. I think it was kind I'm of not, a, a topic for another day, I suppose. It's just I don't know. It's just something that I never really got into. Yeah. So I think we've pretty thoroughly covered uh, the Nipmuc Trail now. All of our experiences on it. I think uh, for me, still, we've done it in sections. In my mind, because I'm weird, it doesn't count unless you do it all in one. Experience. No, and I, I'm I'm of the or I'm of similar mindset as far as the Nipmuc Trail goes. Um, just because we did originally, we never set a goal to go out there and do it in sections. Uh, we set an original goal to complete the whole thing in in one trip. So I do feel like we still need to do it. Um, and with David lightening up his backpack a bit, um, with all of us kind of. I wouldn't say completely fine-tuning any skills, in, like you know, because you, you're never going to be perfect, you know. But you'll get better and better and better with experience. I do feel like uh, we do need to, you know, actually get out there and do the whole thing, be it over uh, like over two days or over three days. I I, prefer, I would prefer three days uh, with, with two nights out out in the woods. Um, yeah. I'm sure D- Daryl wants to just do the thing. In one afternoon. Yeah, in one afternoon. Well, um, yeah, you know, honestly, I'd, do, I'd, I'd hike right through the night if I could, but uh, I don't know. Oh, um, yeah. What about the coyotes? Well, you know, I, <laughs> I'll just leave you guys behind for fodder while I keep chugging along. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it, it, uh, I think a two-night, three-day trip would be great. That's kind of what I planned if I was mountain biking it. So I think a hike that. Well, nice I feel like if you were mountain biking it, you probably could do it in one day, uh, morning to night. Yes and no, though. Like I said before, mountain biking in the woods is a very different dynamic from hiking in the woods. You no, have I realize that. an extra twenty-five pound item with you that if you're going uphill and you're tired, you're carrying or pushing that, and that's gonna. Suck but at the same time, through. if all you bring is water and maybe a couple of couple of uh snacks and whatnot and maybe maybe a, a, a like a already already prepared already prepared lunch or something like that i think you could actually get away with an extremely light pack i mean you wouldn't have to bring your hammock if you're actually dedicated to do it within a day i think you could definitely do it within a day i don't know i think you might be underestimating the nipmunk trail i think uh it's pretty it's really rugged terrain for mountain biking you know I, I love it out there. It's my favorite spot to bike, but eight and a half miles on that trail beats you up. It is very taxing, and I'm, I'm in fairly good shape, but I don't think I'm in good enough shape to do 42 miles out there on a mountain bike. Um, that yeah. That's a lot. You know, like on a road, you could, you know, you could probably do 150 miles on the road, and it might begin to be the equivalent of 42 miles on the Nimmong Trail. Um, but that's just my opinion. If anybody's actually biked or hiked the entire Nipmunk Trail in its entirety, I think it'd be interesting if they reached out to us and or you and threw you an email and kind of said what they did it in. But, uh... Yeah. I also think, um... So, I'm trying to remember. Uh, like, originally we we did our first trip in September. Our, our second trip uh, with just Daryl and I was a December trip, and then our final trip on that trail was in July. Um... As far as time of the year, which was your favorite? Because I, I, I feel like it, it was a very mild December, and I think just by that statement alone, I think you can you can guess that December was one of my favorite trips. Um, 
I don't know. Just because it was a very mild December. I mean, uh, even even when when uh, we set up camp and whatnot, um, it only dropped down into the twenties. Yeah, which was still pretty chilly. But you know, I think I don't know. I guess I'm going to sound like a nerd here and say that uh, I kind of just like to be able to say, "Hey, we did an, an overnight hike in December." Kind of sounds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of <clears> sounds <throat> badass. But, With a raccoon. Yeah. With a raccoon. <laughs> a raccoon. <laughs> oh, a funny story that we did forget to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for another episode. No, maybe for right now, because it's a really oh, quick one, and it's a. It, it would be twenty twenty five minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, All I'll, right. I'll do my best to uh, get it out quick because it is a fairly quick story, but it is funny and makes me look like a nerd. And it's but, and it's something that we can close out the podcast with uh, this week. All right. Excellent. So you know the first. The first night, I think uh, we, we got hiking, and we probably put down six and a half miles, I'm guessing. We didn't do a whole lot that first day. No, because we spent a lot of time looking for a campsite, because we, we didn't want to be too close to the road, obviously, and we had bumped into some, some other hikers. Yeah, so you know, we found a good spot that was out of the way up on a ridge, and we set up our, uh, our campsite. And my, you know, my feet had already been starting to hurt, but you know, it wasn't horrible um, that day just yet. We get everything set up, and at some point in the middle of the night, I, I apparently had a very, very vivid dream, um, and not to be weird or anything, but I had a dream <laughs> that a raccoon had jumped out of the tree on top of me while I was in my hammock, and it felt so realistic, like I could feel the weight on my chest and everything, hey. and... Uh, Hold on, David's having dog issues. As you can tell, my dog is itching to get outside. (laughs) And and get a raccoon. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, he's very enthusiastic about this story. So I was convinced somehow in this dream that a raccoon had just landed on my chest. And uh, (laughs) I'm not sure how to describe this part without making myself sound like a complete tool. But I'm sure you'll help make me sound more tool-like. Um, I remember I actually I yelled out in the middle of the night like ah, <laughs> what I thought this thing had fallen onto my chest. That is, that is not even remotely close to. What I'm it sure you'll make me sound much more girly. I think it was more like ah. Yeah, fortunately, David wasn't there. So. I wasn't there, but I know how it went. Yeah, um, I'm sure you have a version of how I sounded, and I remember I, I woke up because it was so realistic, and I remember you saying, "Daryl, what's wrong?" And then uh, I was pretty reluctant to share. What I had thought had happened, but I did nonetheless. But uh, again, it makes. I, would, I was just sitting there in my hammock, and I'm just like, "How is this even possible? Like the thi- like the the <laughs> raccoon would have had to go through your your tarp, like he would have like he would have had to somehow morph like inside of your tarp because it was, it was hanging over you." I, no, I, was I really. Asleep. I realized that, but I was also asleep when when I heard a little girl scream in the woods. <laughs> so I'm wake I'm waking from a sleep, and I'm just like, "What is he talking about? A, a raccoon? Like seriously?" But it it took me a minute to realize that that was impossible. Um, Try being and, me. It took me a moment to realize that that was impossible. <laughs> So, but then I think we, uh, we we got up, we stoked the fire, and ended up going back to bed. Because twenty six, albeit it's not it's not the end of the world. Um, it, it it like I said, I mean it was a pretty mild December uh, when we went that trip. It was, um, but that I think I think that was probably one of my favorite trips out of the three, just because uh, the July trip was was really hot. Um, <laughs> obviously, the first trip that we took, uh, my feet were killing me. Um, 
so that wasn't really my favorite one. But the December trip, I had some good sneakers on. I was I was good. I I, I was good. I know you had some uh, brand new brand new boots that you'd picked up and wanted to wanted to use. And then of course it was December, and we were assuming it was going to be really cold, and uh, it wasn't nearly as cold as we had planned for. Nope. So, but uh, we do have to plan a trip to do the entire thing. Uh, we'll take two days off or something like, or three yeah, days. I absolutely, like would uh, maybe probably be the best idea. Three day weekend or something. Yep. Well, I think you guys have a different trip planned in mind for this year, though, right? North Carolina, South Carolina, one um, of those two. Was that it? Yeah. Uh, well, we were thinking uh, Memorial Day weekend in May. Um, we could do Linville Gorge. Was the plan. That was it. Yep. Yeah, that's right. But that that doesn't mean that we can't do a Connecticut trip. That just means that. Uh, we are, we wouldn't be doing another destination trip, I suppose. Although all of these are destination trips for Dan. <laughs> well, it's not our fault you moved to, you know, Florida. I know. But with that, uh, I guess we can close out this week. Um, we'll be back next week. Daryl, you think you're going to be able to join us again next week? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. we got a few more trips that we can talk about and... Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, because we still got to talk about the whites. Um, whites, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the white, the white mountains. Oh yeah, our, our attempt at the presidential traverse. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that was also, uh, that's some, got some comical points. At, at some point moments. in the future, I would like to discuss uh, headlamps. I love my headlamp. Absolutely, <laughs> headlamps are definitely awesome. Yeah. So, uh, possibly <laughs> in the future. Okay, um, and then of course, if we have all three of us together, we got to talk about Kentucky because uh, David and I have definitely discussed Kentucky a little bit, or at least we've alluded to it. Um, and then we have uh, um, some other options um, coming up. But with all of that, I guess uh, we'll close this week out. Uh, if you want to jump on iTunes, give us a review. You want to hit us up the Camp of Canine at gmail dot com. Um, check out the website. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. It's been fun. Thanks.